I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, Hour 2 of the program begins here live. Mike Harmon alongside Arnie Spanier-Smith off tonight. In theory, he's back tomorrow. I don't know. He may be backpacking across Europe right now. What's he doing? What, what's he doing? Pondering the meaning of life. Okay. All right. That's good. It's summertime. Kids are out. Kids are playing sports. And he loves to coach up his daughter's softball squad. Oh, that's... uh, that's So he's got all that uh, percolating. Hopefully we'll get some updates uh, along as the show continues here live. My parents never went to any of my games when I was a kid. Not even when I was in high school. That's not good. That's the way it was back then. Does that explain a little bit of who you are, Arnie <laughs> Probably. Spanier? Probably. I see Bo Benson nodding his head. He goes, this explains a lot. No, I just, my, not one game, whether I played in high school or Little League or anything, my parents never went to one game, not at all. Why? I don't know. I did, just, did you never ask that my question? My parents Why? worked. Because well, they so worked. did mine. You didn't get, you know, they you don't get They still found their like, way. You don't get off like you do now. You, I tell you what, my my dad, it was funny. I grew up the son of a Chicago policeman. Hi, Dad, down there in Clearwater, wow. Florida, in retirement. Uh, and I would find out, well, it, I found out in the worst way possible, uh, where I had a pretty significant knee injury. And 
I, I was writhing in pain on the field, and he came and he threw me over his shoulder to take me. He was in full <laughs> uniform. <laughs> he was able to switch his lunch uh, on his I shift to that. get there. I uh, we that. go, and then I'm in a brace for six weeks afterwards. Oh. But but that's how I found out. He always found a way to be there. You didn't see him because he stayed away from the field proper, but he was there and he was watching. Wow, look at you. No, my Pretty crazy way to find that out. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I love that. Now, so, you know, wherever I can, I I try to uh, be part of what the kid's doing and, you know, watch. Uh, There were some times when my younger daughter, early in her soccer playing, uh, didn't want me anywhere near the field. (laughs) She wanted to make sure she was going to be good at this. Before she allowed me and, and Dane to let Dad show up at the field. Dad, don't watch until I see if I'm any good. Don't then watch. she made an all-star team. It's like, all right, you're, you're good now. <laughs> Pretty cool. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. You can bundle and save at Progressive.com. Thank you all uh, listening, however you're getting us and being part of the extended family tonight, FoxSportsRadio.com, the 400-plus affiliates nationwide, of course, the iHeartRadio app where you can take us with you wherever you go. Uh, If you miss any portion of this show or any others across our vast Fox Sports Radio network, of course, you can download the podcast wherever you get your audio. Uh, Give it five stars. Uh, Evangelize mom dad grandma grandpa everybody wants to uh tune on in and be part of the the extended family and it's always a great gift that iHeartRadio link arnie and, and the app hey let me do something really good to improve your quality of life let yes. me download the iHeartRadio app for you that's where i listen to it all the time so i always say right? the app for yep. uh you know for father's day mother's day these graduations wedding Weddings, I mean, you're giving a gift that never stops. It's yes, better they, than... They, they need to hear me when, when you're doing the, do you take this man to be your... And you hear me blasting in the background. You say that like it's a bad thing. (laughs) I'm sure there's plenty of folks that would love the sound of your voice coming through uh, at that moment. Look, a story near and dear to my heart and that gets the blood a bit boiling has been the situation that has evolved at my alma mater at Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald fired with cause yesterday. uh, An investigation, and and I did a a pretty good, I think, fiery, frothing-at-the-mouth monologue yesterday uh, about it uh, related to the, really, the um, lack of intestinal fortitude to steal from the great gorilla monsoon uh, related to the people at the head of the university. So you don't think he should have been fired is what you're telling me? I didn't say that. But what I'm saying is the people that ran the investigation, that commissioned it with all the great resources at your back, at your disposal at Northwestern, power brokers in every walk of life, and a six-month investigation that you interviewed 50-plus people, you came to a conclusion, you accepted that conclusion as president, as athletic director, you signed off on it. You talked to your head coach at the time, Pat Fitzgerald, and you agreed that that he would take a two-week unpaid suspension. Now, everybody does the, ha-ha, what kind of suspension was it when it was first announced? Well, they're not doing anything on campus anyway. Okay, we don't have any of the... There was a zero penalty is what it really was. Well, but look, it, it puts you on notice. It tarnishes your reputation in the moment as of Friday. 
tarnishes the reputation that not you have really. To take. If you, in one month from now, I won't even remember he'd be suspended if that was his penalty. Well, maybe maybe that's you, but I, yeah. I, I think the college football world as a whole, and this is yeah. where the larger point was as related to him was that he was put up as one of the guys a bit of a throwback but a younger guy right in that regard all the rah-rah all the goodness you know good clean american fun as he would always say 74 brothers in white helmets all of these things that would roll off the tongue about team and looking after each other the brother brotherhood of college football and as a head of the coaching fraternity right their their organization uh the anti-hazing video that has now made the rounds quite a bit uh that he made several years back talking about you don't need that in culture and i read the you know what came out from the daily northwestern and the report and this is where you know for me as the administration went uh was their failure is they showed no conviction the lack of intestinal fortitude, and you signed off on this as leaders of an organization. Where was his failure, though? Well, he's the head coach, well, right? If you bingo, no, 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 bingo, listen to me, yes. right? If you're going to say the don't Buc- be mad at the institution. No, I'm mad at the no, 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 but but I'm mad at the institution for this. Is that you did the investigation, right? And then right. The, the details of which most of which are are included in what you found right 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 and I then you decided that. that we're going to do this suspension and yesterday i likened it to roger goodell and what they did with ray right you knew what was there you knew all the details right you right. saw the video and everything they else changed and, mind. and then because people get mad right and people that you know wag their fingers on sports talk radio and you listen to the bloggers and people and the court of public opinion then you decide Nothing's really changed except that the details got out. Well, maybe they were right, though. Maybe the callers and the uh, the, the media. No, no, no. And, but my point is the right. fact that they shifted so fast. Well, maybe they didn't look at it that no, way. No, they're a I bunch of dopes, and they should be out of their jobs well, as should, well. You know what? You shouldn't go ahead. and That's not the first thing you should be mad about. I understand where you're coming from, and I certainly understand that. No, but, no, no. The other stuff, yeah. you obviously, you're disappointed and you're angry about. Of course. I, on a hundred levels, right? You can't, you and you that's can't have thing. this. You can't have this in your program. Um, how it's been able to go on for so long i have no idea the fact that it's just coming out now uh is absolutely amazing and i like uh, pat fitzgerald i i think of the world of the guy but i i didn't expect him to to keep his job i thought for sure he was going to get fired by well i thought that right off the jump right as soon as yeah. it went public like wow do but they agreed to it and then court of public opinion and then they they change and then you've got a lot of former athletes that have come forward in support right the the letter that was signed the entire team well all right maybe minus one or two and and this goes back to the old theory of uh and and the idea of like i can't tell people how to feel but if you have people around your squad whether it's at your workplace or in this case a locker room that feel disenfranchised as the head coach and as the assistant coaches, your job's to help quell that. Well, because right? the fact that they retained the point, all those exactly. guys has got to be the dumbest thing like, like I've they ever didn't seen. Know, like they didn't know what the heck was going on. Only like the assistant coaches were walking around with their heads in the clouds. Right, but that's course. the point, Arnie. Yeah, is I, that I, right, and, right, and right. why I'm holding the administration well, accountable you, more so than I think most people will. You can't fire everybody right before. Sure, the you can. Nah, you can't. Absolutely, you can. You take it as a, all right, here's the hard reset. These are hard truths, right? If you're going to fire the head coach, 
because there's always that question of plausible deniability. This goes back to the a few good men and did you order a code red? Why would this guy act without you saying something or giving the the knowing nod or whatever the culture was? Because right, he's been part of the organization, uh, part of the school for 30 years. Right, he was a year behind me at Northwestern right. when I was there, right? So all of that, was that part of the culture under Barnett? Was it part of the culture that came all the way through uh, in, into him being a head coach? There's a lot of questions to, to be asked and answered. Am I defending his job? No, I got a lot of questions. No, and no. I have a lot of questions for the players that participated in this stuff. Right. And, and you know whether, what? whether you were told by an assistant coach, a trainer, Fitzgerald himself, how the hell do you think any of that's helping team camaraderie? No. I, I, the details right. are it, disturbing on a million levels. It's horrible. And, and as, horrible. as an 18-year-old person, I get it. Peer pressure is a real thing. But you're also an individual at a prestigious university. Right, right. And I, you don't have the intestinal fortitude yourself to just say, hey, you know what? Here's a forearm shiver to the neck. Get the hell off me. Exactly. It's it's amazing, like I said, with that many people that somebody didn't spill the beans beforehand as to why he deserves to lose his job. And I guess they keep the assistance. Uh, a wise man once said, you got to have a fall guy. And uh, that's that's going to be no, bad. This is 100% true yeah. there. Yeah, but the fact gonna, that the assistants be the stay here, behind, right. I, I get it. It would be the essential death penalty to the program, which leads to the larger argument of what's their place in college football in the long term anyway. A question that was being asked before the last several years of terrible football being played, a coach who showed the hubris and dismissed anybody that questioned in-game decision-making, personnel decisions, etc. And there's plenty of history of him doing that. And look, I don't, I don't know what's real, what's imagined, because he could still be a great leader of, uh, of players and inspire great uh, achievements in the classroom, in the football field, and for guys to become great men. And you could still have this other going on, right? The two are not mutually exclusive, right? right. But now you have the idea that um, Ed Ogeron said, you know what, I'd, I'd love that <laughs> if they called. And I'm like, yes, go from one scandal to a guy who left. Ed Ogeron. Under uh, strange circumstances himself. Well, I mean, what? look, if you're going to get a coach at the last minute, what better than a coach that's won a national championship, right? So, um, Yes, you know, let's go from a guy that we had to fire in scandal to a guy that lost his last job in scandal. Well, I didn't say keep him for the long term. But, but, but just... how does that fix anything? Wouldn't you oh. rather just swallow the poison pill? And just do the hard reset. No, I, think, I think I think that sometimes you know you you've got to look a little bigger picture. What what's bringing him as as a bridge guy? Because if he does succeed, what are you going to say? Well, you know what? He coaches pretty well. Well, that's what you want him if he succeeds, and it's a win win situation. If I've got the poison pill, I'm spitting it out. I'm not so sure I want to go ahead and do such a hard reset, um, especially in. in well, that you're going to get relegated in that conference again oh, eventually, geez. anyway. It's hard. USC and, and UCLA are coming in, and you got rid of the divisions. So what you're playing for is a much well, different thing than it was before. By, by the way, I have to, I feel like I've got a reason why that he was the head coach at Northwestern. You understand that, right, Pat Fitzgerald? Excuse me? What, say that again. I, I, I didn't quite understand what you well, were asking he, me there. When he finished college, I was working in Chicago at another network, and he was our sales guy. 
And I was just kind of, you know, I'm like, you know, you're a lousy sales guy, man. You should get back in the football and coach. And he quit after six months and got into coaching. So. Which is funny because most of his job is then selling players on showing up <laughs> and selling people on the uh, validity and greatness of the program by which they then spent a ton of money on practice facilities and how bad uh, is this our conditioning. program? Oh, it's awful. Yeah. On many, many levels. And I've heard this debated a little bit. I, and I'll, I'll be honest, I saw headlines and I saw little little clips. But the reality is, it, it's the death penalty. You well, know, Penn you, State you, came back from a horrible situation. Well, they're, they're a different type of institution, though. They're a much larger, larger institution. Northwestern, about 8,000. Right. Uh, and it's private. Penn State, the history, the pageantry, what it means to the state. Northwestern? I don't know that it carries that same juice. As much as I'd love it to, being a, a proud alum, it, you know, despite this this issue, the point shaving scandal with guys that w- w- happened uh, while I was in school as well. But it it is a a type of thing where you already had four D commits in the last twenty four well, hours. You knew right away it was going to go ahead and sting a little bit. As for the long term, though. Um, I'm not so sure that it could hurt them like you think they are, Mike. I, I mean, people will forget about it in two, three, four years, and um, you know they'll build their way back up. Well, it's still a pretty prestigious school. Well, no, the school itself. I mean, yeah. you're always going to be able to sell, and there's going to be a percentage of athletes that decide that that's the place. Uh, certainly, no. I mean, it, it doesn't. And all you need is like altogether. a 2.0 to go to school there, right? Is that what it 100%. is? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But it, it's just the idea, Arnie, <laughs> that you know you you've got. Uh, a changing face of college athletics where before this scandal and with the losing mounting and because that's the other side if he was winning do they necessarily fire him fire him no not in a million you know right if if the last two years are they're playing for meaningful uh january if this was nick saban nick saban doesn't even get punished if this is nick saban well he might get the two-week unpaid Maybe vacation. Maybe, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a but it's a very different thing. Like if this is four or five years ago and Northwestern's playing well and and there's excitement heading towards bowl season, maybe it it hits different. What I would be curious right now though is you know how many extra meetings have been held across our college landscape, Arnie? Of hey, you know that's happened there at Northwestern. We're sure we're good. We're sure we're good across the board right? because, right. you know, we, we, we see a lot where it starts to spiral a bit and around college athletics, we, we know that, you know, people are, have had the poison pens out for a while, right? Remember that was the NFL. It was story after story. And we'll get into John Gruden uh, here shortly with our guy, Steve Hartman, who's going to join us, uh, right. former staffer of the Raiders and our teammate here at Fox sports radio. But we we see how it can quickly swell to other things and and this one certainly because of the academic institution that Northwestern is the reputation and everything that there there certainly is uh, a little bit uh, I, I've detected some gleefulness in some people's uh, <laughs> well, response to this. Did you see? I, I was looking at Twitter and, and Scotty wrote this, and I know you you know look at it, but it says here Northwestern aid Penn State. You don't have a hundred thousand seat stadium and you and not care about sports. They're called the Purple Vandy for a reason. 
You know what? He's not wrong. That might be the new. That might be one of the schools that joins yes. him in the in the still to be named future conference. He's already spanned. You're in for Jason Smith at Stinking Genius One on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Yes, I'm going to go and take a walk around the the hallways here and and let out an audible sigh. Steve Hartman's going to join us next. We're going to talk about this latest John Gruden. I'm taking everybody with me mentality that he's got flowing. That's next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason Smith tonight in his stead. Our guy, Arnie Spanier. You hear him Sunday nights alongside Chris Plank. Always with Arnie's best bets along oh, the way. Absolutely. How good they actually are. I have not tracked them. 
Hundred percent for en- well, for, well, for entertainment purposes. A hundred percent, no question. At Stinking Genius One, where you find him, find me over at Swollen Dome. We're gonna go out to the hotline now, though. A guy we've known for a long time, weekend host, our colleague here, Fox Sports Radio, a legend around these parts of Los Angeles on TV and radio. Uh, he's he's our guy. He's Steve Hartman. He is a sports talk radio legend, a trivia savant, and of course a former staffer for the Silver and Black. What's going on, Steve? Swollen Dome, stinking genius. I mean, this is unbelievable, the two of you guys together. How how often does this happen, Mike, that you get Arnie on as your co-host? No, you know what? Every once in a while when Jason's out and out and about, uh, I don't know, what do you say, Arnie, about once quarterly? Yeah, about once every while we get together and, and raise havoc, and then the bosses are like, this is why we don't put them together. <laughs> Might be a little bit too much. Well, you know, uh, Steve, I, I grew up listening to uh, Arnie when I was oh, staying up it. sorting yeah. uh, trading cards, getting ready to do trading card shows back in the day. <laughs> well, Arnie and I shared the uh, airways of L.A. for a, a number of years, but Jeez, Arnie made yeah. one serious mistake. He kept ripping the Lakers as they were winning three consecutive championships with Shaq and Kobe, saying that they stunk. I, I, I kept telling him, Arnie, that's not a good tact in L.A. is ripping the Lakers when they're actually winning championships. Yeah, but at least everybody knew who I was, that's for sure. <laughs> so, no Steve, you're a man with unique perspective in that you did work in the offices of the Raiders, uh, Al Davis there, and, and you've told and wax poetic uh, with many a story here on Fox Sports Radio through the years this latest bit with john gruden uh you know the emails being leaked and everything flowing down there uh your relationship with the davis family and the the polling of of players and all of this stuff i mean how does this relate to the environment that you worked in there and what you know of how the organizations run well it has everything to do with that i had okay so when I was working for the Raiders in the 1980s, and I joined them in 84 right after they won Super Bowl 18, and Al was fully immersed in the courtroom battles against the NFL, he and Pete Rozelle were going head-to-head. It was very clear, because remember this, you know how they have to have a vote of the owners to approve a team moving from one city to another? Right. The voters, the owners voted unanimously to not allow the Raiders to leave Oakland for Los Angeles. It was unanimous, like 25 nothing, with a couple of abstentions. So there's no love lost between the league office and the Raiders, and that's never going away. It was in full effect with the tuck rule play that changed the course of NFL history. And so John Gruden, who was given an opportunity by Al Davis to become a head coach at a very young age – bought into this idea that it's us versus them, Raiders versus the entire NFL. And he never lost that. I mean, he may have lost favor with Al Davis, and he got traded to Tampa, literally traded to Tampa. But this idea of being a Raider against the league was always apparent with John Gruden, not only as a coach, but also as a broadcaster. And so this... This rift between the league office now with Roger Goodell and the Raiders in the person of John Gruden has never changed. And so when you look into the accusations by Gruden, the accusations by Mark Davis, it all makes sense that the league 
is desperate to rid themselves of the Davis factor. I mean, believe me, and I've said this many times about Mark Davis, because I've known Mark for 40 years. I know he's got the bull haircut, the dumb and dumber look and everything else. Do not underestimate Mark Davis. He is a very, very smart guy, especially from a business standpoint. Believe me, the league is trying to get him out of this league, and he's going to have none of it. What do you think he took on uh, Tom Brady as a minority owner? So he's a smart guy, but I'll tell you, John Gruden is not going to let up. He's not going to let up, and he wants to expose the wound and expose the truth of what really went down in these leaked emails, and he's not going to stop until he gets out on top. Right. You know, that's what I was going to ask you, Steve. What does he know? I mean, you probably don't have the exact answer, but what would the NFL be afraid of? Because he knows where the bodies are buried. There's no doubt about that, Steve. Oh, there's no doubt, Arnie. I'm telling you. So here's the deal. Remember how this all went down. And uh, I thought the ESPN article did a pretty good job of of laying this all out. So basically, and this goes back to a rift that had been out there. There They they noted one instance where um, John Gruden, when he was doing Monday Night Football, was lambasting the officiating in the league. And he was called into the league office. Like, they wanted to meet him. And he's like, F you. I'm not going to meet with you guys. (laughs) And he never (laughs) showed up. So, and then when they leaked the second wave of emails that had these homophobic comments that many of them were directed at Roger Goodell from uh, John Gruden, that was it. Um, It was weird because Daniel Snyder in an effort to save his ownership, was leaking emails that were derogatory toward the commissioner out of the mouth of John Gruden. Remember, the whole thing was like weird. It's like, let me get this straight. They're doing an investigation on the then Redskins organization, and we're getting quotes from... John Gruden? Well, Well, I mean, you go through all the emails, right? Because you're going to go through in your discovery and you find some things internally. And it's like, how does this help my case? I mean, there were like 650,000 emails, and the only ones that become public are some off-color comments made by John Gruden to Bruce Allen. That's it. Mm. But now people think it was Daniel Snyder doing Goodell a favor. Well, it didn't work out for Snyder because, you know, Goodell said, hey, thanks. Now I can get rid of that jerk. And, oh, by the way, I'm still going to get rid of you. (laughs) Um, So it it backfired on Dan Snyder. So this is – but I'm telling you guys, this story has got legs to it. And and it's really circled around not just John Gruden, but I think Mark Davis, who really felt the pressure to do something – because they they threatened to basically keep releasing emails that your head coach current is a flat out racist and everything else, which is the furthest thing from the truth. Look at John Gruden to me is a vastly overrated coach. He has always been sure. a very overrated coach, but uh, I, I have never talked to a single player that ever played for him, even a, a disgruntled Keyshawn Johnson, uh, who ever accused him of being some kind of a racist. Is yeah. he ever going to coach? Again, and you think he'll go and get another coaching no. job, or no, it's all over for him? 
Well, I think, guys, you know what could happen? I mean, it depends on what Gruden wants to do. Look, he got some kind of contract settlement for the Raiders, from the Raiders. So he's not exactly like he was worried about his next meal. So I think what he wants to do is coach again. And the league can do anything they want. (laughs) I mean, they can just magically put Sean Gruden back in a head coaching position. Now, to do so, of course, you have to undo all those comments that became public knowledge. I mean, again, your coach is the face of your team, and I don't know if any organization would welcome in a John Gruden, whether because he, he never denied the comments, and he made right. those comments and those emails. I mean, they're out there, obviously, for the public to see. But, uh, yeah, but the league really wants to find some way to shorten this investigation as quickly as possible. Because if it goes to arbitration, then the league could really be screwed. Well, and that's the thing, Steve. It's been in all of these cases, whenever you've got a player or anybody that's been around the league that the lawsuit gets filed, you know, there's always the fear of what's behind door number two. Remember the settlement with Kaepernick. Yes, right. It became a, hey, what happens once we really start digging through everything? Do we want our all of our dirty laundry out on the wire? Well, not only the Kaepernick situation, Mike, but remember what they did really with the Washington franchise. Absolutely. Remember they fined them, what, what, $10 million, you know, for a franchise that's worth billions? I mean, it's mm. like a drop in the ocean. Mm. And then they just said, yeah, the uh, the investigation has concluded. Like, what? What happened? How about some details? The only details we got were some off-color comments between John Gruden and Bruce Allen. You know, what about all the other garbage? So it just, (laughs) I'm telling you, I, but I think they picked on the wrong guy. Yeah, I, I almost feel like the, 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 the ghost of Al Davis has infiltrated the mind of John Gruden right now. And he wants vengeance. Oh, I bet. You know, Steve, while we have you on, and I, I just want to ask you a few other things because I could picture a young Steve Hartman sitting at the breakfast table with Captain Crunch with, uh, with the sports section wide open, studying the box scores, looking at the standings. And we're not going to have that anymore. Not in the LA Times. Not, I bet you were crushed when you heard about that, huh, Steve, or what? You know, Arnie, it's so funny. So in 1970, 50 years ago, exactly 50 years ago. Wow. Uh, a 15-year-old Steve Hartman is in Paris, France. I am there as part of a scholastic tour that somehow I talked my parents into allowing me to How'd you going. con your way into yeah. that? <laughs> it was unbelievable. My, my, French, my French teacher in junior high school. See, in L.A. in those days, we had three-year high school. So junior <laughs> high went through ninth grade. She convinced my parents that she would supervise me, except that by the time we got to Paris, I never saw this woman again. <laughs> so I'm running amok, right? But my dad would, would send me like a weekly letter, and in it, he would cut out the Dodger batting averages <laughs> from the L.A. Times. Oh, like, I can funny. still remember it like it was yesterday. Look, this is how I grew up. I mean, everyone knows I'm the ultimate stat geek. Numbers have been my obsession my entire life. I steered it into you know, my first pack of baseball cards back in, you know, first grade, and I never looked back. So, yeah, I mean, things are changing. And when I hear people, I don't really care about stats. You know who loves stats? I remember doing an interview with Pete Rose 
during the time he was the manager of the Reds, and he had that full-scale investigation going on, and he pulled me aside. I don't know. He, he seemed to like me. We did this long interview. This guy's rattling off his own numbers. And I knew he was right because I knew all of his numbers. Like, damn, this guy actually knows his stats. I love that about the guy. Well, just I him, him and LeBron James, same guy. Hey, Steve, thanks for joining us. We could do this all day. Maybe yes. we'll do a podcast where we just uh, <laughs> yeah. shoot the breeze and you can give us college football stuff for days. <laughs> Mike, Arnie, have an enjoyable evening. Arnie, be good on Mike, okay? I mean, yeah. he's a great guy. You know, he grew up <laughs> idolizing you and everything, so please. You know. Got a big deal. Thanks, Harvin. Find him over on Twitter, at Cannon Hartman. He is our guy, Steve Hartman. Uh, Hear him on the weekends here on Fox Sports Radio. He has great stories about his uh, – um, uh, Chet Forty, his old co-host back in the day, who was also uh, what director of Monday Night Football and his gambling exploits. Oh, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of stuff yeah. that uh, you know should be in books, and I keep telling oh, yeah. him, if nothing else, just tell it into a microphone. Uh, and record it all once and for all. Not on Fox Sports Radio, because then we got to pay editors to do that. He's got to do that on his own dime. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
Welcome back in Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. In for Jason Smith tonight, the legend. It's our buddy Arnie Spanier, stick of genius. Are you sure you don't want to change the name of the show to Jason Smith and his best friend Mike Harmon and his younger-looking cousin Arnie Spanier? No, I like that. The younger-looking cousin. Yeah, I think that that right, rolls right off the tongue. The I scary thing is out of the trio, I have the most hair. <laughs> and I'll tell you, as I'm aging, uh, it, it's thinning. It's still did there. You, did you see that story about getting a haircut in L.A.? They come to your house, it costs $1,150. Yeah, I saw, I saw that dope thing. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, that guy can beat it. <laughs> like, I've seen some great haircuts <laughs> around the L.A. area. I've seen... People spend, you know, some pretty pretty good coin. That, that whole thing about the, uh, hey, I'll come to you, and this is what uh, the the process, and this is all that's included. Three hours. Get three out of here. Yeah, it's going to take three hours. It's eleven hundred fifty dollars. Uh, some of the responses are just classic. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe we'll delve into that a little bit later. <laughs> Guys like Micah Parsons and other like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Stay with the guy that uh, you knew as a kid. Uh, but you know what? Who might be able to afford it? Xavier Bubadar. Actually, no, he's going to be going to be getting prison haircuts. Uh, it's not going to cost him. It's going to cost us uh, as a uh, guy, you know, through what we pay into the state. Uh, but Kansas City Chiefs hype man. And we all know there's a fans hall of fame. We see this every year. Uh, the super fans from teams uh, that get inducted and you have these big celebrations. And today a big, big moment. And I, I, I give a nod as we've got the, the next level uh, towards the next round of pro football hall of famers. And I saw Steve McMichael's name as a semifinalist. And I got to tell you, Arnie Spanier did the soul good. Um, Lada has been written and, and you've seen, you know his battle uh, right, ALS right, yeah. and, and everything there uh, and to see him smile as that came across the scroll a little video uh, that got put out by his family uh, makes you feel good you know uh, a guy that I've been arguing for years that should be in uh, but you know we, we talk about halls of fame and everything um, and so we'll keep chronicling that and I'll certainly use every leverage that I have uh, with Jason Cole and anybody else that's in the voting committees there uh, to make that happen uh, but Xavier Bubadar might be that guy he's a hype hype man uh, goes by the nickname of the Chiefsaholic uh, dressed up as a uh, as a wolf uh, in all the Kansas City Chiefs garb Um He's been charged with stealing $70,000. Wow. Accused of committing a string of bank robberies across at least six states wow. in the last year. So How did he get away with it for so long? He was Well, that's the thing, right? We did this story yesterday where people were uh, stealing from the till of this soccer league to the tune of ninety-one grand, including well, their utility though, yeah. bill. That's $91,000, though. Yeah, but I can see how you don't, don't catch the guy. I mean, this guy's robbing banks and getting away well, with it. Well, but you know? maybe he was dressed up like the wolf. Uh, look, I was watching a, a movie... Uh, with Adam Devine and uh, Pierce Brosnan uh, and and uh, Ellen Barkin, you know about bank robberies a little bit earlier today. <laughs> so I mean, it's still out there, right? You're not robbing trains, I guess, uh, but you go and he was robbing banks because look, a lot of the theft you see it uh, in the news, right? They're told to just say, "Hey, you know what? Take it." Take There's it, not man. a lot of fighting, not a lot of uh, really much of anything other than acquiescing to what's what's wanted, right? We see this theft in retail stores all over. You walk in, grab a rack of clothes, and just walk out the door. 
and nobody stops you. So I can imagine, you know, from the bank side, not that I, I'm endorsing this in any way. So yeah, uh, certainly don't trust my yes. words. It's yes. stupid uh, and criminal and you should be prosecuted fully. But attending every game, home and away, etc. He had attributed all the time to a a run as a manager of warehouses across the Midwest, Arnie. How did they catch him? Arrested near Sacramento on Friday. They charged him. Uh, he'd fled prosecution in, in another robbery. So they, they'd gotten him, uh, and then he'd fled uh, prosecutors. Uh, purchased and redeemed more than a million dollars of chips from casinos across the wow. Midwest. So he got more and more brazen, the usual thing, right, uh, right. where you're now flaunting the money, and, and bit by bit it gets pieced together. Uh, he was accused of robbing a credit union in Tulsa, Oklahoma in December uh, using a pistol, uh, and he was released after the bail, bail bondsman, who was a Chiefs fan, agreed to post his bail. Well, severed the ankle monitor and disappeared. That's how you do it. Stuff out of a movie, Arnie Spanier. I'll, you know what? This the, I'll give him two choices. You can either have uh, 10 years... Uh, in prison, but you don't get to watch any of the Kansas City Chief games, or I'll give you 20 years, but you get to watch the Chief games. Which are you taking? Ooh, that's a pretty good <laughs> proposition. How big a Chiefs fan are you? Is it worth the extra 10 yeah. years? <laughs> Maybe five I like years. that. Maybe You know, five there years. you go. Hey, Arnie, let's start writing the screenplay. Let's get yes, the rights exactly. to it. Exactly. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Yeah, this has the the makings of a huge oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And may, maybe it can become a franchise. Who knows? Maybe you can star in it, Arnie. Uh, there you go. With your boyish in. good looks. Hey, coming up next, we talk about the NFL and the changing face of the running back position. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening.